I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, pushed it. Pushed it. Pushed it. Hey, Brad, what time is it? I don't know, Nick, what time is it? Uh, I believe it's 10.21 p.m. Cool. <clears throat> Do as fuck and you we need a Craig? Oh, yeah, I guess that would be helpful, huh? Hi, Craig. Hi, Craig. Craig, you sexy recording bot, you. You can't say that to him. He missed you. I can't say that to him. I mean, you can't say that to him. We did say that to him. If you can't keep your child quiet, we're going to sell him. Jennifer decided she needed to go babysit children, and so I told her, I was like, hey, we'll probably be recording when you got home. And she's quiet. The fucking red-headed stepchild is not. <laughs> Could have fooled me. We're doing the pre-show, but go ahead, Julia. You can get water. I'll edit it out later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> go get water, you fucking psycho. You're polite. Go do whatever you want. It's fine. I don't edit the pre-show anyway. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> I'm not even convinced people listen to it. So, If you do listen to it, I apologize for doubting you. Let us know on Twitter. <laughs> Are you going to get water? Okay. I got two cups. <laughs> Nothing happened. It sounded like something happened. Yeah, Brad said it sounded like something happened, which means... He, okay. Do you want to just sit in? I mean, if you're going to participate this much... <laughs> oh, you very Oh. Uh sneak peek for Patreon people. This is being recorded in September. Uh for Brad and Ken. Um I believe uh, we're recording in a block, also Patreon people. So, episode fifty-five and fifty-six, we're recorded together. <gasps> Gasp! Shock! <gasps> and all. Um, 
The curtain. It has been moved. If I am not mistaken, which I very well could be. If I check transistor real quick. Okay, episode 54 comes out on October 16th. Which means 55 comes out on October 23rd. Yeah, okay. So the next episode is semi-Halloween themed for the song, just a heads up. Because it's going it's to come out the day before Halloween. Oh. Alright, my last time on is written. Sweet. Ooh, before we jump into uh, talking about the boys, I saw a little thing on the internet that is a way for you to become legally a lord or lady. Ooh. You can... Um, you can buy a uh, it's like establishedtitles.com not a sponsor and not a sponsor you can I just feel like it needs to be said because I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about this but you can give them money to buy like a one square foot plot of land in Scotland and they will use that money to not only plant a tree but because you own land in Scotland, you are legally a lord or lady. Huh. That's interesting. And they will give you... I feel that I, I feel the great need to do me that. Me fucking too. I have, <clears throat> I have such close uh, Scottish and Irish descendants. See, so, and that's what a lot of people are like, saying. They're like, there's people that are like, well, I got Scottish heritage, so this feels totally accurate. And there are people that are like, my dad is third generation. Like, he, he lives in like American hour or no, he lives in Canada currently. Uh, but it made him really happy. And then there's other people that are like, Oh, my husband uses an excuse. I'll be like, Hey, can you take out the trash? Big like, Lords do not take out the trash and stuff like that. But it's, it's super freaking cool. They give you a digital one just comes with it, but you can get a printed certificate and then they will also frame it, which the frame better be freaking nice. Cause they frame it for 59 bucks. Damn. But if I'm going to be a lord and I can throw my lord status around all over the place, I mean, what's $59 to a lord? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but how great is that? There were people, there was somebody who said they did it as like a joke on a passport or whatever. And he goes, the the difference in the way I'm treated now at airports is ridiculous. Like he's he's baffled. By how differently he gets treated when he goes to the airport because they see it says Lord on his official document for flight <laughs> because he is legally a Lord, so it can be on his legal documents. That's crazy. I could be Lord Buckington. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I could make a cannon. <laughs> hey, Jennifer, do you want to be a lady? <laughs> so the if I click no on this stuff the couples pack which gives you two square feet so you get two titles is eighty nine ninety five. so whatever half that's of that a, is that's a deal that's 45 bucks to be a lord or lady if you oh, want man. a picture version 
it's thirty dollars. If you want a frame with that, it's fifty nine, which makes the couple title one seventy eight ninety five. But then you get a framed. You got to remember that. I mean, that's that's per, so everything's doubled there. So that thirty dollars for a paper version, and they're probably going to send a, send you one for Lord, one for Lady, maybe, or maybe it's just that one. I don't care. We can have a fucking framed picture. Some guy said it's in his office hung up because he's proud of his scottish heritage and even if he wasn't he has a thing in his office that says you're a fucking lord <laughs> deal i heard it it's confirmed look at this proclamation what look at all those words look at all those words <laughs> Not yet, you're not, but you will be in 180 bucks. I'm practicing my. <laughs> okay. Enter the name of the Lord into the name of the Lady. I by the time this episode airs, I mean it'd be a little past my birthday, but in case any of our listeners were feeling feisty, <laughs> Ken just know. said by the time this airs, it'll be a little bit past my birthday. But if any of our listeners are feeling feisty. See, but you know what they'll which, do? They'll register. Which, they'll register Rick Geek Kin. So you'll be Lord Rick Geek Kin. <laughs> so, so then you have to legally change your first name <laughs> to, to have Rick Geek in it. So people. Will Hi. Uh, it. Well, well, welcome to the interview. My name is John Robertson. Uh, my name is Rick Geek Ken. Oh, Lord, Lord, I had to Rick legally Geek change Ken. my name. It's a whole Lord Rick Geek Ken. Thank you. Thank you. So is your name Lord? No, that's my title. That was official. No, that is my title. Thank you very much. It's not my fault. Get your shit together. I'm sorry, show of hands. How many playable <laughs> characters have died this podcast? <laughs> Thank you. Why don't you go fuck the bad water lady? Oh, I'm sorry, you're not a lady. <laughs> wow. If we get you like an in-ground pool, you could be Lady of the Lake. We'll hide the weapons with you, and then whenever we get attacked, we'll be like, "Lady of the Lake, my sword!" Then you can raise it up. Okay. I'll be king. But you have to figure out how to stay underwater that whole time. Brad says you have to figure out how to stay underwater the whole time. We'll get you a rebreather. It'll be fine. Go to bed. We gotta talk about (laughs) superheroes killing each other. But yeah, you could be a lord or lady for uh, like 45 <laughs> bucks is probably the single one. I didn't look at the single ones because I, I knew if I was a lord, Jennifer would be mad that she wasn't a lady. Uh, so is this new on Shard because I'm moving stuff and it's actually giving me a distance marker yeah, for the movement? Yeah, that's yep. new stuff. Ooh. You hold the ping and then you, you, uh, you move it. I think they just put it on the official today, actually. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Brad, I'm, I put I wanted to put a photo in chat, but I wanted you to see it because you'll be one <gasps> of the few people that will actually understand it. So I'll go ahead and add this. Just so people know oh. it's for you, but isn't that funny? Oh my god, isn't that fucking funny? That is funny. It's amazing. I tried to play that today. 
and uh, I've made the for you Ken that's what all the characters in the little Among Us game look like is the thing on the right they're like little blobs with no arms just legs and they're supposed to be in a space and yet somehow they can murder people so, well technically they have arms their sprite just doesn't have arms because there are times when you if you're the imposter when you do a murder that um, your arms materialize um but uh, I was trying to play it today. I've made the realization I can't play that while the sun's out because <laughs> today was the first time that I've had a bad time playing that game. And today was the first time that I played it uh, while children are probably awake. Um, no offense to any children listening, um, which apologies for the language, I guess. Uh, and no offense to um, people who play Among Us and act like children, but I did not have a good time because there were people just... They were calling the emergency meetings, which I hate that mechanic uh, because I hate when a body's found, they vote somebody out, and then I go to do a task. Or if I'm the murderer, I go off to try and secretly murder people, and then they just call an emergency meeting, and the people will be like, what's this for? And they go, I don't know. I just don't like the yellow guy. He's pretty suspicious. Yeah. So the couple of times that it has slowly devolved to where I'm in charge of a room, I shut off the emergency meetings. Fuck everybody. Um, <laughs> but today there was there was a lot of times like they just go in there and be like, I found a white, uh, like I found the white guy over here because your colors in the game. I'm not doing a thing like your sprites are different colors and people have weird names. Some of them are numbers, some of them are a different language. So everybody calls by your sprites color. So they'll be like, oh, the red guy was over here dead or whatever. And then there would be just people they're like it's cyan and they'd be like why is it cyan and go i don't know it's just cyan and everyone would just vote they didn't care they were just like okay there was like no talk or whatever every other night that i've played this game there's always been table discussion not today so i had a bad time anyway the boys the boys because that time of recording that has recently come back on the air So, first of all, so good. Spoilers, I guess. But if you haven't watched it, you probably don't want to. But this will be a reason as to why. But also spoilers. Definitely. But yeah, very, very good. Like, I always get worried with stuff. Because I'm afraid that it's going to come out and it's going to. It's just not going to have the same. It's not going to have the same feel or ring to it that anything else prior did. It, you know, the previous season, especially with second seasons. Uh, not this and one. Espe- <laughs> and, 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 and especially with, with second seasons of shows that are on streaming services. Yeah. Because those have not historically been... Um, great mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's exactly the way that I want to say that but it you know at least not long lasting yeah <laughs> yeah I uh, so I'm I'm main thing is I'm glad to see that the quality is still there I uh, that that would be my my first go-to that this is my only criticism is that it so far has not felt as brutal 
oh, as the first season. Oh, I'm sure that it will. And I'm sure that it's getting ramped up there. But, like, because the times that shit has happened, and I'm like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Like the whale. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start yeah. with the whale. That was, oh, God. <laughs> and I have a hard time believing that physics works the way that that just did in the show. But it was amazing. But it was so amazing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Boats are pretty sturdy. And I mean, that was off of some rich guy's small yacht. So he, I mean, his little speedboat, honestly, the speedboat was probably nicer than that yacht. Uh, but that little speedboat was probably relatively, t- I'm, how tough can whale skin be? I mean, they're just blubber, right? It's a good question. So, so this is why I miss Mythbusters. <laughs> I yeah. feel like they would have been all over that shit. Oh, they definitely would have been. Can you really drive a speedboat through a whale? See, they would have they would have gone through <laughs> a whole I, thing it, where they would have got to a point where like it, like it didn't work, and then Jamie just go, "Well, can we still blow it up?" And then they'd strap a bunch of explosives to the boat, and then drive it into a dead whale carcass, <laughs> and then it would go through, and they'd be like, "Well, I mean, technically, if the boat exploded, then uh, yeah, myth busted." Then they'd move on to, "Can you hit the ground <laughs> running?" That's funny. So this is uh th- this is another one of my. Uh, I so understand where Huey was in that moment too, right after where he's just sitting inside of the Mm -hmm. whale. Yeah. He's just, I'm good. I'm good here. Like you go on, you go on without me because I have a feeling that no matter what, you would not be able to just move past that. (laughs) Everybody else did. (laughs) Well, l- listen, like... Yeah, but these no, all these people have seen some shit. But, yeah. But Huey's the only one who doesn't have a purpose anymore. Yeah. Huey, yeah. Huey, Huey, okay. So, uh, big big character arc spoilers for people who haven't watched it. Um, so, if you feel interested or you thought about it, go get yourself Amazon Prime a video for like 15 bucks and just, just binge it. You can get like a seven-day free trial, take some time off work, watch the whole fucking thing. Because at this point, season two is probably fully released. You can watch both seasons. You'll be solid. So anyway, Huey was working at that fucking tech store. Butcher came in and grabbed him and pointed him at uh, Homelander because Huey's girlfriend had just been murdered by a soup. So like he was like, this is perfect. I can get this kid to do my bidding with me. Like I can rebuild the team. Flash forward to now. Huey has had his world turned upside down because his dad wants nothing to do with him because his dad's like scared of him. His girlfriend, quote unquote, got really upset because he he lied to her super hard about murdering a superhero, uh, kidnapping and hiding and blowing up a superhero. Um, (laughs) And so he doesn't have his dad. He doesn't have her. And he's he's just there. And, like, he doesn't feel like there's any purpose anymore. Like, what are they trying to do? There's there's right. nothing. There's nothing that they can do. Butcher um, still has Takedown, Vought, and the Soups. Also has Rebecca um, confirmed in his head that she's alive and he's not fucking crazy. Uh, oh, God, what's the what's the guy with the dollhouse? What's his name? Is it? It's not... Uh, Mother's okay, Milk. Okay, Mother's Milk. That's what I thought. I, I remember they called him M.M. recently, and I couldn't remember what it stood for. So, yeah, Mother's yeah. Milk... 
has his family that he wants to clear his name and get back to. And then Frenchie has Kimiko. Uh Like he's trying to help make her more able to be in the modern world. And he's trying to like better his life for the sins he's transgressed in the past. And Kimiko is just kind of enjoying not being a terror monster. (laughs) Huey has nothing. There is no reason for him to to not want to go to prison or to not die to the suit. Like he, there is there is zero. Which honestly, like he was probably sad. So at the end of episode three, when they're in those, when they're in the sewers, he was probably sad that uh, Starlight was being pushed to to murder him. But he was probably like, you know what? It's okay, because this way it will one hundred percent confirm that she's safe, and also it gets him out and he doesn't have to deal with anything anymore because I mean, he does, there's nothing there's fuck all for him to do. Like he doesn't have a purpose. And I think that's part of the reason, like, and I'm not saying that his character shouldn't be in the show, but just his, his whole attitude, like he compared to everybody else. Everyone else is still trying to truck. Huey's done. He did his Uh thing. It didn't work. And now he's just stuck here. He burned all of his bridges and now he's on a little fucking Island of isolation stuck alone. Which blows. Yeah. I, I, but I, I felt for him so many goddamn times mm-hmm. through this. Because, I mean, you're 100% right. And I think that he's still trying to hold on to something with Starlight. You know, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, and, but I, that can only get you so far. His anger over Robin can only take him so far. Because I and A train's a fucking train wreck. Like, uh-huh. So you know the damage is done there. I uh, like there's the things that have been carrying him so far have only carry can only carry him to a certain extent. And I'm curious if they're going because they they've said multiple times that they're not going to follow by, uh, you know exactly what the comics did. I. Uh, but I am curious because uh, in the comics, Huey gets uh, injected with Compound V. Oh, and shit. I think that it's earlier in the show or in the, the comic that it happens to him. But I'm curious if they're going to end up following by that. But I also, you know, it, my main thing, I want Huey to fucking nut up. Like, his, you know, he was pissed off at Butcher and he like tried to punch him. But he did it in such a shitty way. I was way. so excited yeah. for that moment. I was like, this is going to be the moment where Butcher realizes, like, oh, I fucked up with this kid. And then he just fucking whiffs. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, God damn, God damn it, Huey. Like, be, come on. You've been, you've done all of these things. You see Ford a fucking human being. Like, really? Really? <laughs> really? You can't punch? The fu- Ugh. He's a fucking doctor, Jim. Jesus. <laughs> now... Uh, it it did uh did uh uh Stormfront have her her big moment before in three? Yeah. What, yeah. what big moment? Okay. The, the murder I was, one? I was her, yeah, her her murder that, that, I was gonna say was... I was liking her for a little bit and then we got to that and I went, Nope, I don't like her anymore. Oh just, just I know that you enjoy spoilers or whatever. Wait for four. Wait for four. I believe yeah, it. It gets so much I, worse. It gets. It gets I so hated much her worse. when she showed up. I hated her the moment she showed up because unlike Brad, I like Homelander. I like that he's a dick bag, and I honestly think 
that like him turning over all these hidden things about Vought. Like, yes, he's trying to keep Vought what it is, and he wants the seven to be in the spotlight, and he wants to be the leader or whatever. And yeah, he's done he's done some shitty things, but him like keeping Vought in check to keep him on top, I think, would have been a good thing. Stormfront showing up and doing all her shit the moment she was fucking Instagram living that shoot and she uh-huh. goes they're not even on an actual army base i was like fuck you lady i don't like this i don't like you <laughs> i don't like what you stand for i'm gonna shit out of here which made me feel really uh, douchey because like i i realized that they picked like a millennial-esque looking and seeming character i was like maybe this is just my inner 80 year old that's like fucking kids and, <laughs> and like being against instagram live stuff and all the, all these things but it's it's the more i've seen of her it's definitely not it's it's how they've built her character I, I do not like her. I'm happy with the information that has come to light recently uh, with my choices not to like her from the get-go because I knew with Brad saying that he disliked Homelander, I was like, that's going to be Brad's new favorite fucking character. And I go, we're going to have a lot of back and forth about why she's bad and why she's good to, for, for each of us. And uh, I'm actually, I'm glad to hear that you were like, I did like her and then she did that. Yeah. Yeah, she was, I was like, oh, oh God, she's just like sticked it to everybody. And then she went on murder spree and I went, nope. Nope, fuck her. She can die now. Which, if... <laughs> like, we, we don't need another Homelander. She needs to get the fuck out. Well, and, and think about this. Like, yeah, Homelander shot down that plane in season one. Like, that that uh-huh. was bad. Way bad. Um, and he's, like, armed the super terrorists, super villains, um, with Compound V and all this stuff. But she... We ne- we never okay. really got. Well, no, let's we- n- let's not brush over the fact that he did rape. Okay, uh, I'm not I'm uh, not I'm not trying wife. to say that he didn't do a bad thing. I'm just saying. Now, that- now hang on, are we confirmed that it was a bad thing or that she was willing? I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe uh, maybe I don't remember things from the first one completely. But I could have swore there was nothing confirming that it was against her will. It's. It was still marginally vague. I can't remember what was episodes it? it's been and in, there, but Rebecca there, has made it seem like it wasn't. Well, obviously she doesn't like him. At least not now. Yeah. But Rebecca has made it seem like it, it wasn't consensual. I don't think it's been said out loud because maybe they don't want right. to cross that line well, amongst other see, shit. It, but... ep- episode four, she said. Very, very specifically, he raped. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So okay. I, I glazed over that. I'm sorry. I I missed that with every fucking thing else that was happening. Um, I wasn't sure. I knew I knew she was very eerie of him, and she's very pissed off at him. But like, I think most of season one, they really played it off like maybe it was consensual. And I think that they hint at that, like with her interaction with Homelander before like in the flashback that you you see uh-huh. uh that there's almost like a flirty energy but you know homelander also doesn't just stop yeah at no. that moment you know he you know he's he's kind of a piece of garbage uh he's kind of a uh, lot of piece of garbage yeah uh, sorry nick if you you know uh he's, he's no i'm, uh, I'm, they're, I'm, they're, not, I'm not this is the thing <laughs> he's is not that my all... favorite character i just <laughs> i i like his douchiness more than Brad. I don't like everything he does. I the whole I like the whole his taking actor. things because he's powerful is not okay. Yeah. 
but I like what he's doing with Vought, specifically with Vought. Every other aspect, I don't want to be the one that's over here backing the horse. Yeah, he raped a lady, and I'm, I'm, I'm behind that. That's not okay. <laughs> In no sense is that okay. I, I am specifically saying the way he's going about doing uh, his job now that he knows the inner workings of things, the way he's treating people inside his job, kudos to him because he's kind of being a man about his shit, which he should be. Um, and I, I like I like the buildup. Ultimately, he's a fucking bad guy. He's 100% a bad yeah. guy. But like Brad, I also, I really like his actor. And I think that's I like his part actor of it. I think that's he, part of why I like him so much. He, he, makes, I, he makes me hate him. He, he's, mm-hmm. he's a good actor and he makes me fucking hate him. And, and, I, and I, I like that. <laughs> I, I think that my favorite character, and I'm glad that she is getting a little bit more oomph in this season, is Maeve. Yeah, yeah I like Maeve a whole lot. I, I think that she's probably my, my favorite. I, I like the idea of, of, you know, that she's just so disillusioned. She just goes along with, with, you know, all this bullshit and she just does her thing. And I'm sure that, you know, like they haven't dived into any of the bad stuff that she's done. And I'm sure that there is that, that because... Apparently nobody's fucking hands are clean. I uh, that I, I I I like her, and I like that she's growing uh-huh. as the show has been going on. That you see a little bit more of her. I uh, is again. I don't remember what has been like because two of the three of us have watched everything so far. I Brad. needed a nap. <laughs> you can nap when you're dead. Just ask Trevor. I'm sure Trevor was very well rested in the afterlife. Uh, but Jokes th- on you, Trevor the, didn't th- sleep at all in the afterlife. This is the thing that I, I hate about Stormfront very specifically. Is that she is the prime version of what Nate could be. Yeah, but the 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 part of that coin that Nate could never touch. She's she's a little too charismatic. She's she's good with people. Yes, yes. <laughs> Nate, Nate would, Nate that is, is very just true. The douchey blunt side, which is the thing that but, she shows behind closed doors. Which I want to call into the hypocrisy of that. By the way, she's all talking about how oh Starlight, you're a Vought Barbie and Homelander, blah blah blah, and. The seven aren't actually doing anything to save people and blah, 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 blah. And then she gets in front of the cameras and she's like, I just think that this terrorist threat isn't going to solve itself. We got to get out there and do something. And then she turns around and she goes, we can't just like fucking pander to the people. What the fuck was your press conference, lady? Fuck you. <laughs> what the f- Wow. What? You were on TV two minutes ago pandering to the masses. Yeah. Yeah. Electrical shit always tickles my fancy. Like that her so her powers are are like how I would envision like prime Nate to be just without the, you know, racism. Yeah. Uh It just makes me sad to see it because I'm like, "Oh, it's so cool and then you're such a you're such a tool." Like, why you gotta be why you gotta be that guy i want a good superhero and not some creepy manipulative ones or evil ones or you know or pop claw the from the first <laughs> season that crushes a dude's head between her thighs like oh god that 
speak okay we were since since we're gonna try and pound through two we gotta call this preacher very, relatively shortly but since you pulled since yeah. you brought up pop claw starlight's moment where she stood up to fucking a train oh it was beautiful oh, mm, mm. uh-huh i mean that was a that was a great i'm moment. not saying i don't love jennifer deserves but it. i'm saying Fuck i'm saying guy. i'm thinking i got options <laughs> her being like they said that all the needles were inserted at almost the exact same time you really think and i was just like damn damn it was so it felt so good to see that's so awesome. see that's that's what huey needs to do huey needs to do that uh-huh. shit yeah. but every time he has that thought it'll it'll either not happen or they'll like show it to us and it'll do one of those things where it flashes back and they're like huey huey are you there and he's like Whoa, what and he was just thinking about yeah. doing it, it was like, God, i want to see i want to see that shit actually happen though like his flashback thing or his little like his little fantasy mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then like he tries and like he tries to go back and he's looking at reality like that would be that would be really fucking cool for them to play on that kind of trope that they used in the first season and and do it again and then it like flashes and he's still there that would be that would be a fun use of uh of their their stuff i agree <laughs> that would be fun i uh, any other big points that we want to that we want to talk about with with the boys? Uh, I don't got it. It's very busy. It's very busy. Yeah. It it's it seems a lot. I mean, the pace is definitely a lot faster with what's going. Uh, but I, for one, cannot wait until uh, the female fucking tears Stormfront apart. Yes, I, I am very much looking forward to that moment. And I want to see more of Black Noir. He's <laughs> like, fucking hilarious. He's so funny. It's it's so funny. Like that first moment, the little girl in the bed and she's terrified. He just grabs a little buddy and just shakes it. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> You're holding a head. <laughs> <laughs> You're holding a head and you're playing with a stuffed animal. And then <laughs> I just there's a there's another moment in I four. know what you're talking about. It, it's wonderful. It Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> It just sit, and it, it makes me think back to the uh, the first season when they're all around the table and uh, Homelander he's is ripping just, everybody. Like, he's ripping everybody's ass <laughs> open, him. and then he's like, not you, Noir. You're doing yeah, great. You just keep doing what you're doing. He's <laughs> just like thumbs up, <laughs> and, and like him sipping a drink through the mask and everything uh-huh. at the at the the gala. Oh man, it, it's good shit. Good shit. Uh, what are we at? All right. Yeah, we're at that yeah. time. So uh, I need to grab a drink. So do we nope. need I'll pee. potty breaks? Yep. Okay. All right. I will be back in like 45 seconds. Same, I guess I should probably try and go to the bathroom too, audience. I won't stay with you this time, just in case. I've been drinking lots. I'll be back. You know how I know Brad is full of shit? Because he's not fucking here. Nobody is, actually, which is kind of fun. It's just me and you guys. I came back because I heard my headphones. What, what do you ah. Hi. No, I wasn't. I was just talking shit. <laughs> I know. You said, do you want to know how I know Brad's full of shit? Because he's not here. That's fair. 
I'm gonna run. I'm gonna try and pee. I don't know if I have to pee, but I've been drinking a lot, and I don't want to have to pee in the middle of, of the episode. <laughs> I rolled to attack. I gotta pee. <laughs> Is it Trevor's turn? Cool. I'll be back in like 45 seconds. I just tried to talk. I took my headphones off and I held the earphone up to my ear as if it was my microphone, as I was going to say something <laughs> as I was saying them down. I'll be right back. I'm back. Okay. Nick is uh, attempting piddles. Uh-huh. So he should be back shortly. I'm here and I'm probably going to sneeze. Hi. Uh oh. Here it comes. <laughs> Damn. Such power. It's the most powerful thing I'll do all night. I don't believe you. Well, you should. All right, are we ready? Yep. Ready as I'll ever be. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team reunites with Alcanor, and he tells them he couldn't leave town and decided to stay and try to help however he could. He and Trevor share a moment, and after talking with all of them for a little bit, and after Trevor heals them up some, Alcanor heads off to help the townspeople however he can. They walk through the streets, following the crowd, until they eventually get to the epicenter of the city, the cathedral grounds. The people who are being led here all are gathered in the courtyards and gardens around the cathedral, and the team debate on whether to try to storm the busy front gates or try to find a way around. Harkos makes note of the time and remembers his dream vision and says that they need to go through the front because time is getting short. They try to sneak through the crowd but are quickly noticed. And the crowd tells them, staggered and with different people, to ascend the stairs and meet their fate. They follow the stairs and fear the... (sighs) They follow the... They go up the stairs and feel the overwhelming sense of the divine upon them as they ascend the pilgrimage stair. The feeling fades as they reach the summit and they see the gathered people there. The half-dragon introduces himself as Reemgar, the herald of Pylorville. They fight and overwhelm the creatures, but are then in turn overwhelmed as Reemgar's allies, a hundred strong, arrive. They then hear a horn blast, and Jorik calling out to the Iron's Edge militia to join the fray and to aid their cavalier knights. And that is where we pick back up. Bum, bum, uh, bum! <laughs> There is uh, just absolutely brutal melee happening around you. Uh, as 
Jorik and a few others that are mounted just start charging down these, you know, these different varying levels of infantry and, and salamanders. The salamanders are putting up a little bit better of a fight, but they brought pretty much everybody. Nice. Uh, and they're able to kind of get a foothold and start up like a line to, to hold, to hold these things back. Uh, and after a couple of minutes and I'm, I'm assuming that you all are aiding in this effort. Of course. I'm not going to make you roll or anything like that because this is a big cinematic moment. So fuck off. Uh, after a line kind of gets established, uh, Jorik rides up to you and dismounts and says, ah, Hey, Hey guys. Hello. Wonderful timing. Uh, well, we kind of didn't have a choice. Uh, you know, we, we wanted to make sure that you were, uh, we wanted to make sure that you were okay. Oh, man. I didn't realize this last week. No one, nobody from Iron's Edge knows Trevor died. <laughs> like, this is, nope. they're just like, oh, nope. you guys, you guys are doing great here in Aramore. <laughs> no, we're not. No, <laughs> no. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what tipped you off? Uh, well, actually, uh, Gwork got some information that she brought it to us and that we all decided that it was, you know, that pretty much the world's best interest if we came and helped you. Oh, well. Uh, and actually you do see Gwork that she's, uh, carrying a, a large warhammer <clears throat> that she nice. has like kind of thrown over her shoulder as she turns and gives you guys a big thumbs up. Give her one back. She gets a big smile on her face, and then she clobbers some salamander as it's coming up to her. <laughs> so Harkos is going to be glancing around the chaos and then turn to Jorik and uh, say, um, not that we don't appreciate the help, because believe me, we do. Who's protecting Iron's Edge while you're all here? Oh. Well, uh, Melia's Royal Guard has, uh, control of the city right now. That they're, they've been instructed with, uh, keeping the peace and all that. I, I honestly am not really too worried about Iron's Edge right now. Uh, things have been peaceful since you left, obviously. Okay. That's good. But when, when we get word that a very literal dragon is, like, uh, coming, then, you know, uh, we're gonna help. We, we've seen what these things will do just trying to bring one back. Not not even to say anything for what happens after. Yes, well, from the sounds of things, you wouldn't remember what would happen after, so. Well, uh, I'm going to go and rejoin the front here. Very vague. For uh, us. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a weird thing to say but that's fine uh well uh we'll we'll take care of this if uh if you uh want to take care of the rest i guess yeah he hops back up on his horse and draws his sword again be safe friend hi right, and you as well i it looks like you're no worse for the wear for everything that you've been through so 
<laughs> Feeling much more alive, yes. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. <laughs> uh, so Jork rides off, and uh, Gwork actually comes up. Oh, he- hello, gentlemen. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, it's good, good to see you all again. And, um, uh, I, this may seem weird, but Trevor, can I speak with you alone for a moment? Um, um yes, uh, of course. Uh, she, she looks over at you and, and, uh, Harkos and, and Phil. Uh, I'm so sorry. I, it won't take me long. I promise. I just, uh. I need him for just a moment. Okay. A follower. Uh, so she takes you to uh, to an alley, uh, and kind of like watches behind her as as you're going. And after you're a fair distance out of the way, she turns and stops and looks at you, and you start to see her form ripple. Oh. And then shift and change. And here in just a moment, you will see something. Oh, dear. If you want to go ahead and take a peek under the heralds you will see <laughs> ha ha oh oh my that her form changes into that of a, dra- a gold dragonborn um his, his and then she will say i am divinia herald to the golden flame the purifying light the firstborn son the methuselah numerath Oh, I am so sorry. I claimed myself as one just a little bit ago. <laughs> I do apologize. I, oh, it is. It, there are ancient laws here that you do not know, my friend. I am not holding this against you. Oh, thank goodness. I, has this always been? Yes. Oh. Oh my. Since time before time, I have been Davinia, Herald of Numerath. You cut out there. No. Oh, since since time before time, I have been Davinia, Herald of Numerath. Ah, okay. I only missed the Numerath part. I just wanted to make sure you weren't gone, gone. <laughs> no. Nope. I'm okay. here. Ah, uh, this is... Uh, I've... A lot to take in. <laughs> it has been a very busy day for you, I know. <laughs> it has been a very busy lot of time for you, I yeah. am sure. Very, very much. You you are aware of my previous um, situation? Yes. Come back now. Yes, I, <laughs> I know. I am, I, I am well aware um, Numerath gave me direction 
to inform the people of Iron's Edge to come to your aid. We know <laughs> what Pylorbo and his people are, or her people, no, his people, God damn it, Ken, uh, what they are capable of. And we knew that you needed help. That is greatly appreciated. It was my choice to reveal myself as who I am. Also greatly appreciated. Thank you for um, trusting me. Well, I think that you have earned the trust yourself. It was not just based on my decision, but your actions and your faith as well. Well, hopefully I can um, do some good here. We can do some good here. I have no doubt that you will. But just know that the Numerath's light will wait for you even beyond death if you were to find it again. Oh, I'm sure it will happen soon enough. Well, <laughs> for does, for Riven's sake, I hope not. It does not worry me as much this time. <laughs> Do not, in the future, claim yourself as a herald. Nope. It will draw... I unwanted attention on yourself. I, uh... will make sure not to, uh... not to say that anymore. It did make you... him quite angry. I'm... Yes, <laughs> I... I do not doubt that either. Uh... For us, the Heralds, we... We have only ever been what we are. And for someone not of our kin and kind to call themselves a herald is uh, it some would see it as an abomination ah well um... but trevor my friend you are more than just a herald you are a champion of numerath you are the right hand that a herald could never be. Oh. Oh my. <laughs> um, uh, he, he's like kind of nervously shifting his armor and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know about about that. She, she puts a hand on your shoulder uh, and she says, my friend, go with Numerath's light. I am going to take my less civilized form now and uh, rejoin the people of Iron's Edge. But, be, be safe. Uh, and you as well, more than any. She turns and, and kind of starts to shift into her other form and she looks back at you and she says, this city cannot die. These people cannot fuel the fire that Pylorvo wants to bring to this world. If we have any say in it, they will not. Best of luck 
and she shifts completely into her form and then and then leaves i'll head back to to the uh, group. so harkos you see uh you you see gwork come out uh from the alley and then uh shortly thereafter you see trevor okay um what shall we do um Harkos, you're looking a little rough. Perhaps I can help you out there. Oh, uh, hey, if you guys need some help, we actually kind of figured that you would. Uh, he throws a, he throws a big, uh, like a, a pretty large rucksack full of uh, uh, something that sounds glassy on oh. the inside. Potions. You don't yes. know that. Uh, it is. I want to check it for traps. You want to know? No, I want to check it for traps. Last. Oh, there's a fucking bear trap in the in the inside. Oh God, you it, caught it. It was a, oh, it was a joke. Plan. It was a joke, like putting the mouse trap in the things, but it's a bear <laughs> trap. Jorik didn't realize it was kind of overboard. Uh, no, it was a mouse trap. There, Marcos the, is just really hurt. There's a. Uh, <laughs> There, there's definitely enough potions in here to get you, uh, to get you back to to full. Oh, nice. Uh, at least in terms of HP. Uh, and then there's a few left over. Uh, that there are three greater healing potions that are left. Nice. And those are the four D four plus four oh, ones. Excuse me. There are how many left? Three. Um, uh, it's like the toughest decision. <laughs> like, who do we, no. Who do we give these I was just to? trying to think. Um, uh, Hawkos and Phil, why don't you two hold on to the extras? Uh, Landros and I can patch ourselves up at least a little bit. But who do we... It's still three, so who gets two and who gets one? I'll let, I'll let Trevor make that call. That's fine. Trevor's doing a good job of divvying up the uh, stay alive juice. <laughs> You're not allowed to higher load this. Phil will tell Harkos to take two. Don't take you one. help him. You <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> I realize that you have other things you'd like to do this episode, but I liked that floundering. <laughs> Relish the moment that you had. I'm sure that there are plenty more to come. Fair play. Uh, but from behind you, uh, you can see the, uh, you can see the, the gate into the, uh, 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 balls. Cathedral proper. Uh, they are closed, and it looks like uh, looks like Jorik and and the rest of the Iron's Edge team have things kind of cordoned off here. Uh, so you're pretty much free to to go if you want. Yep. Let's let's move. Yep. Mm, okay. So you go up the steps. Uh, hey, and you get a hey. similar. As nope. as we're as we're making our way up the steps, I'm gonna I wanna be next to Harkos and be like 
Um, so, uh, quietly, when all of this is over, we need to, we need to talk about a few things. Well, yes, I, I would imagine so. There's quite a few things I've been nervously dropping that neither the time nor the place. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot has transpired in the short time, even though it felt like months that you were gone. <laughs> I really, it's it's only been like like less it's, than a week. It's it's, yeah. it's been it's, three days. It's 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 eh, well, give or take it, yeah yeah it's it's like, like I mean, th- with, three to four because we we showed up, we dropped his body off, we went to our meeting, she was like three days, we killed a guard, we ran away, we destroyed it, we dis- we restored destroyed a temple, we destroyed the bad part, restored all the good stuff, we came back, Trevor's here, and we got back like morning of third day from meeting. So it's been like nothing. Uh-huh. However, it's it was it was like ten weeks, twelve twelve weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what, so, four months? Jesus. You walk up the stairs, uh, and you get a similar feeling to the the feeling that you got when you walked up the pilgrimage stair, which is the proper name for the stairs heading up to the temple from the lower levels. I. Uh, you get a very similar feeling as you're walking up this, but it also feels somewhat estranged that it doesn't feel it doesn't feel the same as as the first set did. And as you get up there, this feeling of an overwhelming presence starts to push against you. Ooh, somebody got taint on the stairs. Yep. <laughs> I Ringard did not just like teleport away. He just dragged his I, whole. Body I was gonna say he did. His he had stairs. he had some of them booty itches and like a dog, just scraped it all over the <laughs> the entryway to the fucking cathedral. You know what? Sometimes that's the only way that it feels that it's gonna feel right. Freaking so disgusting. You get to the absolutely massive set of doors that lead into the cathedral. Uh, they are large, uh, like o- overwhelmingly tall, uh, that you're talking like 30 plus feet from toe to tip. Uh, and engraved upon them and inlaid with different, uh, different precious metals are the symbols of all the gods. At least all of the you know the respectable ones. <laughs> uh, so you recognize uh, you recognize Lathander symbol. You recognize Torms. You recognize Tear. Uh, you recognize Saloon. Uh, is is Numeras symbol up there? I mean, he's uh, no. <laughs> so what do you want to do, Puffles? We have a locked door. We don't know it's locked. I didn't call for puffles. <laughs> See a fireball comes streaking out from from the mass below you. Strikes the door. Door opens. <laughs> Actually, I don't think he can so, cast fireball so yet. So big ass door. Does that mean I need to fly up koala the handle and then flap my wings in a counterclockwise no, direction? No, they're they're turn turn the big boy. 
There is I'm no uh, um, there is no handle. We try I've... the door <laughs> like that. I, yeah. Uh, as soon as you put your hands upon oh, the okay. door, I take it back. We didn't try. I have dark vision. <laughs> I, I was I was just gonna thought whatever helps in this situation. Harkos wants this done. Harkos is so scared. I'm not thinking right. Like we just walked up to a closed door. It can't be that bad, right? All the people are out here. Clyde, uh, you you push the door open, traps. and it is, despite the size, it is absolutely effortless. Oh, oh, look that at you go, Harkos. Just Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> I, oh my god. Uh. <laughs> the hero. <laughs> Look at my strong boy go. Look at him there. Oh my god. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. I hate you so much. <laughs> We're cutting Brad out of the episode. So Harkos pushes open this door like a man, even though it weighs nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, you get the sense that there's weight it's just this door is so well cared for that it just slide it just just slides open effortlessly as you it push does all it. but sigh <clears throat> for me as i open it. <laughs> it it does a little like the, it's i don't know it, it's the grease it's, from it's the, the just, uh, on the it just let out a weird noise it sounds like the door just go, <sighs> <clears throat> yeah <sighs> jesus are we? We're going places. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we hey, always go it's, places. It's, it's, a, it's an episode with double fives. It makes sense. <laughs> double derailment. Touche. Uh, it is very dark in here, but there is some candlelight that is stretching throughout. Uh, so as you kind of take your first step in and your eyes start to adjust... You see two figures way at the far back of of this cathedral, getting so, to, like right in front of the altar. So I want. Since you said there's candlelight stretching all the way down. It's just kind of dim, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna thaumaturgy it to to brighten it up as far as I can. I have thirty foot range. Okay. So. You uh, you brighten everything up thirty feet. I think it actually makes it harder to see because you're looking through brighter light. To uh, oh, uh, I was my my brain was taken. Never mind, never mind. I won't do that. I, <laughs> I see what you're saying now. I my my brain took it a different way. Uh, but at the far end of this temple, you can see two figures. After your first step in. The thing that you were trying to do happens. That all of the candles, all the candelabras, <laughs> the uh, the chandeliers above you all have jets of flame oh, yeah, sure. that start shooting sure out from them. can use my idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. And Just because you're the DM, you can do it better. Nick, your heart flutters for just a second as you recognize the person is who is at the far end of this oh dear you see reemgar uh a a, st- a a pace back from the woman that you saw walking through town <laughs> earlier pause You're pause right. ken chat now 
<laughs> For the audience, um, just the other day, I talked to Brad about things, but I didn't want to say stuff to Ken because I didn't want to take away any moments. But I fucking, oh, I said this. When, when the shit was this? I don't know. This, I don't know. It was it last was, week. It was, it was when I was editing, so it was Sunday. It was, it was Sunday. Last week. Yeah. Read that shit. Yep. <laughs> I have. Yeah, Nick totally I have called goosebumps. it. I so 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 for the audience, real quick, uh, like cliff note version. I asked Brad, I'm like, hey, remember when we were like, this was when Harkos and Landros were in town, and we were like going up to the the uh, temple, and Ken had us do a perception check, and I rolled well enough. It's like Harkos, you see this lady that's like surrounded by people. She's tall. She's got really red like emblazoned armor. Blah 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 blah. And we're like, okay. And he goes, that's it. So you guys get to the temple. And we're like, what the fuck? Why? Didn't make any sense until I was editing episode <laughs> fifty four. Oh my god. And uh I was I was like listening to it back, like I was editing the episode, and Ken made a comment about how Reemgar was flanked by people with red stained armor. And for whatever reason, a lightning bolt struck my brain and I was like, Red armor? Like the other lady. And then I just texted Brad, I'm like, hey, you remember that moment when King called out the person that made no sense? I go, what if that's a fucking dragon? And Brad goes, oh, God, it makes so much sense. And I was like, I'm fucking horrified. Like, she's just been around. She's been around for hours and we were fucking around reviving you. Like, what the shit? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and that's that's basic. I mean, there's a little bit of back and forth where we're talking. Brad's like, that'd be it's badass and like all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I. Uh, I put two and two together the other day and hoped against all hope that maybe I was wrong. Apparently I am not. Okay. Back into the episode. Apologies. <laughs> I, I love it. Any, any proud Fucking points, Kim? It. Any proud points? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, you know, I was wondering because I said the the like red enameled or red stained armor uh-huh. a few times. And I was wondering if you would catch that. Uh, I I kind of wasn't sure because it's been a while since I brought well, her up. Uh, and see, but... I didn't catch it while we were recording because last week was our uh, little family get together uh, for Labor Day weekend, and so we had a cookout and stuff. And Brad was having tooth ouchies, and we didn't know if we were going to record, so we didn't start recording till late. So I was fucking tired, so I missed a lot of like the side stuff that was happening, which I felt bad for, but it was mostly a fight. So I was like, uh, it's okay. Like I, but I missed some of the details, but I caught them in editing and I listened to that spot over and over. Like I put it on repeat and I just sat there and I go, why does this seem like it's important to me? Like, why did my ears perk up while I was editing? And then that's when it hit me that that lady, I was like, there's that fucking lady in red armor too. And I go, and she got called out for no reason. Like we made a, we made for a perception nothing. check. Ken goes, you saw her. And she walked away. And I was like, and Brad and I had talked afterwards. Like, do we know her from anywhere else? Like, did any of that make like sound familiar? And he's like, Nope. And so I kind of, I just put it from my mind. I was like, cool. Like, obviously she's going to come up again somewhere, but who knows why it's fucking now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the, f- That's the future awesome. is now. So yeah, Harkos's heart flutters. Uh, Nick gets goosebumps and his heart flutters. I, uh, <laughs> uh, and she says in a, a deeper voice than you would imagine that she carries, uh, uh, this is much more like home. 
<laughs> Go ahead and roll up a perception check. Oh, God damn it. Woo! 21. Good. There's a one in mine. That's all there is in mine. Plus two. So this is going to highly depend on how much information you guys think Trevor has been able to get for between him coming back and getting here. Oh, dear. Trevor, you notice these strange red runes carved into the pillars around the room. Do can I like read the runes or do I know the runes? You recognize them as being draconic. Uh-huh. Uh draconic script. I uh, and from uh, you rolled pretty well. This is some this is like a summons. Like ah. the the bits and pieces that you're able to catch is like a command for someone's presence. Yeah. Interesting. So, looking around, I'm going to go... Hey, we're on the opposite side of the room of them, yeah? Yeah, if you have shard up, you can see your spacing. Oh, I do, but I didn't look at it. Whoopsie, my bad. Uh, nope, all I see is fog. Oh, well, I... Hit clear fog. There we go. There you go. And now you can see them. Okay, so I'm going to kind of look over at Harkos and Phil and Lanros and go, um, if you notice the runes around the room, those are summoning runes. Uh, as soon as he calls them out, Harkos, you can see him. It's like as soon as he spoke the word rune, that boom, they're there. You want to know why? Because Harkos had his fucking eyes shut. Because he saw, he saw that lady and he just got shocked and he closed his eyes. He goes, nope, we're still in the temple. I've been knocked out for days. Something bad happened. Trevor's not alive. This is just a dream. And then he leans over and he's like, the runes. He's like, runes? And opened his eyes. And oh, yeah, the runes that are very obviously there. Fucking Trevor with his 21. I rolled a nat one. Oh, two. You noticed you have some dirt between your toes. <laughs> I tracked it into the church and got very sad. Or the cathedral. The cathedral. <laughs> they're they're mad. The, the gods are mad at you now. Selu, no. If now I... is not the time to forsake me. <laughs> if I had to make a, a, a guess, yeah, I'd say um, either this has already been used and that is... The one we're looking for, or that is the vessel that is going to be used, and we're catching the start of this. Yeah. I don't like either one of these options. There is much conversation happening over there. I do wish (laughs) that you would speak more clearly. Um... We're talking amongst ourselves. Uh, we'll be with you in a moment. <laughs> you see, she turns to look back at Reemgar, and she goes, "It's quite rude. 
I was not rude. I said we'd be with you in a moment. I'm saying this. This is actually happening. You see, you see how the not not to pull us off track, but for two seconds, you see how the fucking hoity-toity 150 per person conversation could have gone wrong if we or could have gone different if we had fucking Trevor. He would have just <laughs> no bullshit. Would have uh, Trevor. No one's dead. We sleep for the night no- anyway. <laughs> Trevor, I I know. So, do I know we... you've you've not been um here lately, so it's it's not entirely your fault, but maybe don't anger the the thing that's trying to wipe this town off the continent, the city. I, I mean, we we weren't being rude. I would like to say that yes, you were. You can hear us fine. <laughs> shall shall we come over there and, and speak? She looks almost kind of like perturbed that you asked. If you must come closer, then yes. <laughs> so do you, mm. Do you want me to just yell? The acoustics in here are actually quite nice. I you don't have to <laughs> s- specifically yell, but it is if you wish, you may. What do you mean? You. I told you to bring your filthy forms closer if you must. Uh. We are kind of dirty. It's Listen, been a day. I understand that um, I have dirt between my feet, and I was focused on it until my friend called out the runes. I'm sorry. I'll get back to it. You see, you say the runes, and she actually frowns. You, you can see them. Yes, we can see them clear as day. <laughs> you hear Phil's... Things. Guys, guys, what runes? Shut up, Phil. <laughs> no, I'm not saying and that. Landros... Landros is, I see nothing. Alright, well, I can see them clear as day, and so can Harkos. Hmm. Are we not supposed to be able to see them? No. Oh. No, you should not. Well. But it does tell me some very interesting information about you. Oh. This is game-changing information. So, why are you here? Um, I do believe that we had a run-in with, uh, Reemgar over there. And he... She looks back at him, and he kind of, like, cowers a little bit. Yes, he informed me. And, uh, then he... He ran off, and we trailed him here, and I think we're... Eh, we're on right about on schedule to stop um, Pylorvo from showing up, which, if I had to make guesses, would probably be you. Your deductive abilities just astound me for a lesser being. Oh. Not a single bit of sarcasm in that. 
No, no, truly, I am astounded. These, these years must have been very kind to the lower races. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, I haven't been alive that long, so I don't, I don't know what it's been like since, since you were, yeah, you know, fl- floating around, flying, whatever you did. Well, to give you a snapshot, that uh, your ancestors were proud to say that they just scrubbed my teeth. Oh. Oh my. You must not have been that proud if they managed to get people together to get rid of you all. Yes, a fine line between pride and living in fear. Oh. Well, let's see if we can reestablish that line. Oh, not if we have anything to say about it. <laughs> I do love the feisty ones. I will. I w- that will just sweeten your taste. I, I would say that your kin in Iron's Edge made the same claims, but I don't think he was around long enough to speak. Sorry. You think I mourn for Toravir? You think that this. This jab actually insults me? I'm sorry, did you did you mean to irritate me? Cuz it's not going to work. Methuselah though Toravir may have been, he was not me. Well, I hope you've enjoyed being you. Because for the second time now, it would, it would appear that your subscription has expired. <laughs> what? There's, there's subscriptions in Riven. <laughs> Just trying to imagine a fucking Sports Illustrated. You come into somebody's door. It's Riven Illustrated. It's got some saucy kobolds on the front. Oh my, it's the swimsuit edition. <laughs> well, uh, are, are we going to do the fighting thing now where you all make valiant attempts to kill me and then I burn you to ashes and then I feast upon this town. I, some of that, maybe. Not the second half. I mean, I'm... Did did uh, did he not inform you that we were um, a little bit uh, hardier than he expected? Yes, he made note of his failure. Oh, you sound so disappointed. He put up a valiant effort. Not valiant enough. Oh, it was especially valiant when he ran away. (laughs) Well, 
very rarely do you send a herald to do a Methuselah's job. I want to keep making assy comments, but Brad, we're about to get the floor wiped with us, so. I know! <laughs> Very rarely decent. Oh, and you must be in dire need of help then, loser pants. <laughs> to stoop so low as to use your herald, you little sissy. Come fight me in your human form with just your fists. That's all I'm using. <laughs> just That's what's fist. fair. <laughs> Unarmed strikes only. Let's go. well show me what the lesser beings can do in this day and age go ahead and roll for initiative Ah! nothing I moved I moved Ah, 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 ah. I screamed and then moved my my thing away the fuck up there I was just being stupid Uh, I didn't even see that I was looking down at my sheet for initiative I went ah and I moved Trevor up there a long time ago, when she said we were all, we were more than welcome um, to move up, even though the acoustics were great, I pulled Harkos backwards out of the cathedral. So she told us we were more than happy to move as we please, and I, I, I dipped. Trevor has a dirty 20. Brad, okay. good luck tonight. Yes. Oh, boy. I have a five for initiative. That's the second one tonight on a different <laughs> oh die. Remember, remember well, the train I don't know, episode? I don't know if this I don't know if this makes you feel any better, but you got the same oh. as Phil. That doesn't make it doesn't make me feel any better. I'm assuming my dex is higher than Phil's. I have I got I got Yeah, it is. I I can assure I can assure you of that. Uh, so, first initiative is Pylorvo, who holds out her hand and then materializing in it is a massive red-stoned maul. Uh, oh. So since talking's a free action, that is a glorious weapon. She, she kind of stares at it and she holds it for a moment and it's almost like she's looking at it with reverence and she says, yes, it is. Uh, let's do a fun random roll. Oh dear. So, do Landros is one, Trevor's two, Harkos is three, Phil is four. Uh, so Trevor, roll me a, uh, dexterity save. Okay. That is a 18. Okay. I, so suddenly without warning, you see this burst of flame fire off from the, uh, business end of that mall (laughs) and come streaking towards you for twenty four points 
of radiant damage. Ooh, radiant, ouchy. And up next is you, actually, Trevor. I feel like part of me wants to be wants to be like douchey and sacred flamer <laughs> but that's not gonna happen Psst, that's what she just used on you huh that's what she just used on you I know that's why I was going to do it back <laughs> that was my thought like I could do that too but I, my her DC's probably higher than mine, and my my DC's only a 15, so... You can try it. You've got quite a bit of range between you, know you so... Fuck it. Just, just because, yeah, I'll do the same thing. I'll pick up my hammer and, and then point the business end at her and do the same thing. Also, just want to call out, I know it won't matter too much on this roll. Well, yes, it will. Um... Maybe. I don't know. You have two bird friends in this fight. Uh, you like to forget about one of them. Just calling that out, since some of us may die. But that that's only an attack roll that he helps me with. I know. So. I said it wouldn't help on yeah, this. Yeah, a, a save, unfortunately, it this doesn't. One, but I just want but... you to know. So the last couple of fights have been a little neglectful. Have. Anyways. All right. Well, she rolled a grand total of a four. Oh, so sweet. No, that does not save. Fucking right. Well, I don't get all the spiffies, but that's 16. I rolled max fucking damage. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so it hits her, and she's actually like kind of taken aback with the amount of force that was behind it. And she's, she looks at you. It's very good. I'll, I'll give her a little bow. <laughs> Uh, it's Lanros's turn. Uh, he is going to... What is he gonna do? He is going to, uh, cast Shield of Faith on Harkos. Heyo. I don't want to see you hurt like you were last time. Thank you. So, since it's two different instances of the spell, if I also cast Shield of Faith on Harkos, that gives him another 2 AC, right? I think so. Oh, I was joking, but... <laughs> I, I I would have to actually look. I don't know that it would, but I think it will. I, like, I'm kind of stuck. Uh, and then Landros is going to move... Let's say he moves himself up there. Uh, and then that makes it our friend Ringar's turn. So he's going to... Yeah, let's put him here. Quick. So he moves up uh, and draws uh, the sword that he was using last time. And then actually, like, you hear a click as part of the blade separates off and he takes that piece into his offhand. Oh. 
real quick Marcos. Google uh, from D&D Beyond, rules and game mechanics. Yes, Shield of Faith being a bonus stacks. Reasoning behind this is that Mage Armor sets your base AC, while Shield of Faith increases your AC. Multiple sources of setting the base <laughs> do not stack, while all sources of increasing your AC do. Oh, Ooh. well, that's cool. So in, if I wanted to hold concentration on it, I could I could give you so, another So when I keep rolling these ones and I'm really getting hammered on up in the front, um, you can you can help a brother out. <laughs> Harkos, it is your turn. Um, gonna do one of these. I'm gonna move right up in his face because that, based on the little line from where I was, is 45 feet, but I have flying of 65, so I can I can do a little hover yep. of and uh, shoot up there. Yep, and. I'm going to just start uh, giving him the Harkos what to... Well, I'm going to attempt to. We'll see what the dice say happens. Let's not get too full of myself here. Okay. Not with that one. It wasn't (laughs) a one. Might have been a two, but it wasn't a one. That's better. That's 17 on the die plus 7, so 24 on my that second attack. It. And then I'll go ahead and roll that melee just to get it out of the way. And that's an 18 plus 7. Hell yeah. Are you just doing the, the bonus or are you doing I'm just the doing the flurry? bonus right now because I don't got a ton of key points okay. left. I just got three of them sure. and I'm, I need to be sparing, I feel. Okay. Um, so the spear is going to be fucking max damage so that's uh 12 piercing damage and okay. then uh my punchy boy whoops go away is six bludgeoning damage i only rolled a two on that okay uh so he uh as you strike at him with the first the, the first attack, he does, like, the scissor block thing with the two swords. Uh, but you're able to do, like, a fancy maneuver and pull it out and strike him uh, strike him on the other side with the spear. And then give him a, a love tap afterward. Uh, which which kind of knocks him a little bit, as he, he wasn't expecting the turnaround there. Sucker. Uh, so, it is Phil's turn. Uh... Phil It's going to move there. Uh and then he is going to pull out his bow and you see him do a little discharge of that uh that venom onto the arrow. Oh. And he's going to take a shot at Reemgar. You know, it's funny. I think the last time that he tried to fire this bow, he fucked up hard. And he just hasn't used it since. And then this time, he fucking <laughs> with it. Nice. Good job. He's been practicing in his downtime. Like, we've been walking around places. And unbeknownst to us, Phil's just been firing arrows into the ground to practice on, like, his the draw strength <laughs> and everything of his bow. Get, getting used to it. 
and does 32 damage. Shit. Damn. Uh, he, he takes the shot and he looks down at the boat. He's like, damn, guys. <laughs> uh, and then he is going to make his second attack with it. Uh, and that will be a 19 total, which will hit. And then does, oh, damn, another 10 damage. Okay. Uh, so that is Phil's turn. Uh, and it goes back up to your friend, Pylorbo. And she... Don't say your friend like it's the group's friend. Trevor's the one that's been being all cordial and bowing and shit. I don't like her. <laughs> I... You hear her say... Actually, uh, Trevor, you yeah. hear her say in Draconic, your scales will be as stone. And then, suddenly, Reemgar, uh, his bright red scales gray out a little bit, and you hear, like... Uh, it, it sounds like the shifting of stone as he moves. Oh, Yay. Uh, Trevor, it is your turn. Because I wasn't having enough issues fighting in this fight. <laughs> um, I'll blame Phil. Phil hit him harder. <laughs> Poor I Phil. didn't mean to. Poor Phil. <clears throat> Trevor, do your uh, shit. I'm checking the range. All right, well, I had the wording on the spell. Uh, I want to attempt to dispel magic on him. Okay. Uh, what level are you casting it at? All I have is third as my top, so. Okay. Uh, so you need to roll a uh, check using your wisdom modifier. Okay. Which you need to beat a 14. My, it's it's a check, so it's just the wisdom modifier. Check, so you just use, okay. yeah, just okay. use your wisdom modifier. Uh, that is a 22. Damn. Shit. Yeah, so you, you, you see this happen, and... I uh, you just go nerp and so uh, in in draconic I, I, how I, do you how do you cast this spell? I was gonna say in in draconic I say oh no no none of that and and I kind of wave my hand and dispel it. Oh, you're gonna and then I give her another bow. Piss this lady <laughs> off. <laughs> I say go into as if it hasn't happened, but. But yeah, then I, I give her yet another bow. Okay. Uh, are you staying put? outside hadn't painted a target already, it, I can <laughs> smell fresh paint. Uh, maybe you didn't hear me. Uh, are you going to move or are you chilling? Oh, yes. I and No, I didn't hear you. 
I'll uh Marco. Oh, excuse me. Okay. All good or anything else? Uh, what What's her reaction when I do that and then give her another bow? She's lasered on you. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Um, in Draconic, I'm going to say, you did say you would like to see how far we've come, did you not? I guess you're right. That'll be it. Now I'm done. <laughs> All right. uh, it's Landros's go. So he is going to move here uh, alongside Harkos. And he is going to do some stuff. So first thing, he is going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Uh, and I guess I should make a little token for that. Uh, and we'll just, you know what, we'll just make it look like that. Ah! That is way bigger than it needs to be. It's a huge weapon! Let's, let's make that a little bit smaller. There you go. Okay, uh, so that is a bonus action, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So he is going to make an attack against her. Him. Uh, that is a terrible, terrible mess with the mall. Uh, but the spirit weapon is going to hit and deal. I should have. I should have put all of his shit into a uh, into like Fight Club or something because it's. I don't. I don't know if you can see this on the screen. Probably, but you see that hammer that I'm moving around. Uh, I'm. I'm looking at something, but that's if if you click the spell spiritual weapon. They oh, does it actually have a? Does it have, actually have a, a spell thing? token? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of hard to see. It is. We should make it glowy. Oops, I meant to delete my circle and I deleted it. Oh well. Uh help me summon a new one? Nah, just leave it. Just just okay. that way if you do summon one, then it's not confusing. I was gonna say I just I just looked at it because if depending on which way this thing goes, I'm probably gonna end up summoning mine too. Uh but he uh he deals nine damage with the spiritual weapon. Woo. Uh so after Landros, it is Reemgar's turn. And how, how did he look when this his stone scales got dispelled? He he does not look uh, exceptionally happy about anything that's happening right now. <laughs> All right, uh, so I'm gonna roll. Uh, Landros is a one to two. Harkos is a three to four. All right, so that's one for Harkos. 
two for Harkos. That's one for Landros. Yeah, just throw them all this way. Why not? Let's get fucking stuck in. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that a 12 does not hit you. Nope. And I have plus two to AC right now. Uh, so I'm also assuming that an 8 does not hit you. No. Hey, but he does hit Lanros, because that is an 18. Does 6 damage to Lanros. So that's not much, but, uh, you know, the dice do what the dice do. So after him is Arcos. Going at him again. Okay. That's a natural 20, baby! We're back in it! Woo! Fuck yeah! Okay. So f- hey, 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 guys. Guys. Before this hit, you guys did 69 damage. <laughs> hey, yo! You're such a. God damn it. <laughs> Stealing my fucking natural twenty thunder with a nice. I'm sorry. It's fine. Please. So- <laughs> Ken did it. That's a two. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And for my punch, a uh, natural one. Okay. Well. Oh, for fuck's well, sake! I hit him once, and I hit him good. What's fucking? I don't do this often. What's our crit rules for Riven? Uh, max damage for the first dice plus your modifiers, and then you roll again. You only mo- add the modifier. Okay, so rolls. I got a D8 plus four, so it's 12 plus me rolling a D8 yep. plus four. Yes. And then for this, I will also roll. No, not that, just the modifier only once. Yes. So D8 plus four, and then you roll another D8. And, and then, then, and then for, but, but because I have my vicious spear, I get to roll two D6 also. Yes. Okay. That is not double. Correct. It's just yes. an extra on the crit. Because that one I know we, we had talked about before. So 12 uh, plus 7 puts me at 19. And then 2d6. Uh, we're going to add another 11 to that. So that's what? 1 makes it 20, 10, so 30. 30 total? 30 total because I only hit him once because oh. Ken stole my other two hits. <laughs> okay. Uh it is Phil's turn. Phil is going to I pinged and I didn't means to Phil moves there. And he's going to pull out his morning star and try to take his attacks. God damn it, Phil. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things, Phil. Okay. Well, he hit. He rolled a natural one, and then he rolled a. He rolled a nineteen. So it's one. And he does six damage. I know that feeling. It is. It is not quite the uh, the oof that Harkos just did, but did, but he also know. we're we're swapping war stories here because I did what I did like twelve, and then like a couple. And then he did 30 plus, and then I just did 30 on the nose, and now he did six. <laughs> uh, so that is the end of Phil's turn.
goes back to Pylorvo, and you see she looks agitated. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a gangbang happening on her little helper, and <laughs> Brad's in the background <laughs> pissing her off. I wonder why. I wonder why <laughs> she's mad. Walkins checking Hold things uh, for the audience. If you're, uh, we've, we've. I just want to plug it again. Not a sponsor. Uh, if you're wondering what we're looking at, it's Shard Tabletop. It's a virtual tabletop that's uh, getting underway. Uh, it's got some pretty cool setups, relatively easy to use. Um, very active developers. Um, they're in the Discord chat, the Underground Oracle Discord chat that we're in. Um, there's a whole like bugs and questions and stuff section that you can ask them about and they're really good to reply and if you have underground oracle stuff um there are packs that give you like the classes and stuff from from a lot of their things they're trying to get it all put in there but they're as again this is in development so but super nice um the the more the more i'm using it the more i like it uh, yeah. Especially because we we historically in all of our games have done kind of theater of the mind and and for some things it is kind of nice to see what your positioning actually is especially for spellcasters, uh-huh. uh, but you can see Reemgar looks bad. Uh, he's bleeding profusely and and not in a good place, and you see Oops. she just looks agitated and she says it's your last chance, Reemgar, and she waves a hand, and you can see. M- most of those wounds just seal themselves shut. Damn it. I can't stop that one. Don't worry. I, I We can undo it. And by we, I mean everybody but <laughs> you. You just you focus on doing the, the piss her off part. <laughs> uh, and speaking of which, it is uh, your turn, Trevor. I'm going to... Going to cure wounds myself at second level. Okay. Maybe if I can get my dice out. That is. That is a total of 14 HP. That's nice. That spell slot away. And then I'm going to move up. Thirty feet. Okay. All good. Um So, in, in Draconic, again, I, I'm going to say, it, despite the intentions here, I must say this is quite an honor to be able to actually um, come face to face with another one of you. Another. I was under the impression you did not get to meet sad Toravir. Oh, no, I've met Numerath. She just stays silent and stares at you. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm just leaving it at that. Okay. Uh, Landros is going to go. He is going to try to do his one-two on her. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and point out what Ken, Ken rolls. Uh, Trevor might be leaving it at that, but up in the top right corner, you saw a little Harkos will remember this. <laughs> uh, Landros whiffs badly with the maul. And, God damn. Uh, the fucking spiritual weapon misses badly, too. Damn. Uh, so, it is now Reemgar's turn. Uh, he is going to... Well, now there's three of you. Okay. That's Harkos. That's Harkos. And that's Phil. That's not going to hit. Uh, 15? No? No. Okay. I, oh, my God. Okay. That's fine. It's fine, Dice. It's fine. I understand you're frustrated. Uh, it makes me feel so much better that it's going around, though. No, the highest I just rolled was that where I got the 15. Or or the 14. Whatever, whatever yeah. it was. It's bad. Super bad, but it, it was, and that was like a nine. I would, I would <laughs> like feel that I, I would feel so much more down on myself if you were just brutalizing me. The fact that you're sucking as much as I'm sucking <laughs> when it comes to fighting my character <laughs> makes me feel good. I know you don't feel happy about it, but I'm glad that we're equally just, sucking against each other. Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to make it like so that there's stakes to this, and it's like there's some danger, and the dice are not helping me tell that story. Uh, so, well, Harkos, it is now your in, turn. In your defense, I'm just going to go and do the regular stuff. In your defense, Pylorvo hasn't actively, like, super-duper attacked anybody since the opening of the game. So, or the fight, rather. So, you say that, we don't know what's going to happen when we all have to deal with Big right. Boss Lady. Okay, 15 on the die plus 7. So, that's 22. Yes. Okay, so that's 1. It's a fucking five plus seven, so no. That's 17 plus seven. What the fuck, guys? Come on. Pick a side. Either highs or lows. Preferably the highs. <laughs> so I got one spear stab and one fisticuffs. Uh, God damn it. What did I say about picking the highs? Seven piercing damage. And... Where the hell is my... There's a D6. Uh, that's more like it. So that's nine uh, slashing damage. Because I'm going to open Sandwich's face. Open palm, rather. Okay. All good? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Phil is going to take his round. God. Oh my god, that was two fours. So Phil and Landros by proxy suck too, just because <laughs> my my stuff is not going off. Uh, okay, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It makes you guys feel it's really fine. good. It's fine. It does. It makes me feel good. Brad's not dealing with any of this. He's probably happy that he doesn't have to worry about us dying over here while he fights the boss. But it's not affecting Brad right now. <laughs> Uh, Trevor, 
Roll a uh, dexterity saving throw. That is a nat 20 plus my 2, so 22. Okay. Uh, so she looks at you, and then she slams the the haft of that hammer down into the ground, and a column of black flame comes down from the ceiling, landing on top of you. Okay, so that is uh, 20 necrotic damage. This one won't be so bad. That's only 19. So that's 17, that's 17 fire, but it's halved and then halved again. So it's four. Okay. <clears throat> Ouch. And it is now your turn. Trevor. Um, Nobody's answering the call. Nobody's answering the call. Thank you. I I just saw what this aura was, that it is the aura of suck. (laughs) I think you're the only one who can see the names of those things, too, by the way. So I I was hoping you'd appreciate that. (laughs) I made it a little bit bigger than I'm going back and forth. I'm going back and forth through so many different tabs that I came back to it. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. It's so goddamn true. (laughs) <laughs> it's a lot bigger than I wanted okay. it to be too I'm sorry <laughs> I, I, I scooted so, it away from all the good players it fits that, that uh that column of flame you said it was the the big portion of that was necrotic obviously and yes. then the, the fire did, did was that all just one bit or did fire hit two separately or I they're interweaved so it was interweaved. like Harkos okay. this that looked like the shit that hit the fucking sh- cathedral in my dream Yes. Weird. Looked unpleasantly close to that. Though on a much sc- smaller scale. Well, she hasn't eaten all the people yet. So, I'm going to... I'm going to cure wounds myself at second level again. <laughs> because fucking ouch. Uh, that is a 16. And so I'm, I'm going to, and this is probably going to fuck me hard, but as I'm, as I'm walking towards her, I'm cure woundsing myself mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to say, perhaps I should introduce myself. I am Trevor Ironjaw. Champion of Numerath. And I am here to make sure that you do not go any farther. And I'm going to stop there because I can't do anything else. Uh, as you finish your, your little shtick there, that she looks at you dead in the eyes and says, You were the champion of a betrayer. And then kisses you. 
<laughs> and I then like you hardcore mission. make out. Guys, you're out of combat uh, because Trevor Whoops. and Pylorvo are... <laughs> I wish I wish I could add face to the end of the aura name, but I can't. Aura of suck face. <laughs> Whoops! For those listening, I can edit for those it. listening audially, uh, I put an aura over all the people that have been rolling bad on on this little table, uh, this virtual tabletop thing. And right there, where we made the kissing comment, I scooted it up to only be encompassing the big bad and Trevor. <laughs> the cathedral gets very awkward <laughs> uh, so after after you and she exchange words it is now Lanros's turn and he is going to go ahead and just he's going to do a healing word on Trevor you're still you're still hurt after all that right who, who, me? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still hurt. <laughs> okay. So he is going to drop a healing word on you. So heals you for another 12. Ooh, well, that helps. And then he is going to try to drop the mall on Ringar. Uh, God damn it. Okay. Uh, Reemgar's turn. Uh, the aura of suck is continuing. It's <laughs> it's dirty work. Uh, you could actually, that for those of you who are, well, uh, Harkos, I guess, you could see that he is actually starting to get nervous. Reemgar? Yes. Good. Okay, so that's a Harkos. That's a Phil. And that is a Harkos. Uh, so that is a uh, 19 for the first roll. Does that hit? Yeah. Okay. Second one goes to Phil, which is another 19. So that will hit him. And then last one is a 23 for Harkos. Yeah, just barely. Uh, 12 damage to Harkos. Ah! Ah! Okay, I caught it. Uh, and then 10 damage to Phil. As he does this, like, fancy maneuver where he, like, crosses the blades and strikes in different directions, and uh, it actually looks like he should have toppled over himself by doing it, but... Uh, but after him is Harkos. Thank you for moving it. You're welcome. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. Oh, that's uh, so good. I don't know how that's going to line uh, up when I edit it, but recording-wise, we were right on it. Uh, Landros rolled pretty good on his on his heel, but his attack still blew. So, I mean. Happy? Happy? Is that better? I yeah, I'd put him like halfway in. I thought about moving it. I was gonna move him out of there it. There we and go. Like, yep, oh well, that's... you can't fuck up a healing spell, and then he attacked. Also, well, he can. He could have rolled like three. All right. So Arcos, it's your going. Go. I thought about doing vicious return with a key point, but 
we've been doing okay dealing with Reemgar. I don't, I don't want to waste key right now. I want to be able to use it when I attempt to go help Trevor. Uh, 15 and 7, so that's a 22 again, because I already rolled that Yepper. once. And then wipe all the suck off of this one. It didn't go down. Oh, man. Okay, that's fine. It bounced out of the tower and landed on a 15. I thought I wasted it. I got a 19 on the die. Uh, so that's yes. two of them down. And then for the melee smacky smack is fucking five. Okay. Well, <laughs> can't win them all. That's fine. Um, so two uh, spear punctures. Uh, so that's what, that's 12 and 6, so 18 total piercing damage. Okay. Two hits. Hey, you're starting to open up some of those wounds on him again. Good. Uh, so, all good? Yeah. Alright, Phil. Hey, Phil, welcome to the party. Uh, so that's a 23 for Phil in the first one. Second one is a uh, 21. Good job. Damn, Phil. Nice. That's 10 damage and then 11 damage. Okay. Uh, he's starting to look pretty close to how hurt he was last time. Uh, before... Uh, before she did her thing. So. It gets back to the top of the order. Uh, and there's two things that happen here very quickly. Uh, from behind you, you hear Zuriel uh, drop her flask. So you hear the empty tin sound of a piece of metal hitting the ground. And then Pylorvo kind of looks past you, Trevor. And she says, I think this is enough. And she stretches out her hand. And you see these tendrils of flame start to extend out from her and wrap around Reemgar. Oh, dear. Uh, damn it. And after a moment, you see him smile. And then he just disintegrates into ash. I buy food for the dragon. <laughs> and then Pylorvo starts to spasm. As a large leathery set of wings erupt out from her back and then the spasms intensify and she gets stretched and pulled and warped oh and you see you start to see scales erupt out from underneath her skin and after a little bit of time of this 
she shows you her true form. I'm excited. Sorry, I'm moving stuff. Uh, so if you want to look underneath our Methuselah. I mean, she's okay, but she's no Numerath. Uh, but <laughs> she grows to about 40 feet long with a wingspan easily doubling that length. Uh, her neck extends out and pushes forward into the great maw of this dragon. And then horns erupt out where her hair should be and then light a flame as you see these sigils of fire dance around behind her as her true form is revealed. And you are now standing before one of the great dragons, the Methuselah, the true form of Pylorbo. And that, my friends, is where I knew we that will was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I could feel it. You're welcome. That was amazing. All right. Well, thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, if you enjoyed what you're listening to, if you're enjoying what I'm putting these poor, poor people through, and enjoy listening to some of us roll just garbage. Uh, we would ask that you please show us some support. Uh, one of the ways that you can do that is through Patreon. We are proud, good little warlocks, and we offer up sacrifices depending on the tier that you choose. Uh, we offer up those 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 uh, sacrifices to our patrons because I forgot to say that part. Uh, if Patreon is not your thing, we would ask you to do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. Uh, if you search for us on ko-fi.com uh, for Rolling in the Geek, you can do a one-time donation there. Uh, Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Uh, we're also very active on Twitter. And if you want to talk to a bunch of rad podcasters, artists, and all-around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. Thank you very much, Brad. Nick. What? This week, you are... The sound. What are you? God damn. Oh no. I've burned through so many of these. It's so hard to, to try to find any more of them. Like to, to decide which ones I want to do. You are the sound warlock of the Arch Fae. You, through your subtle manipulations of sound waves, create an unbreakable pact with those that listen that they must enjoy it because it's just so fun and chipper can you please trick us something fun to go out on uh sure i could try uh it's gonna be a hootie jive from nick and harkless in episode 55 <laughs> Um, and uh, tune in next week as um, 
we welcome uh oh god i'm brain farting what's lady zuriel good lord we just said her name tune in next week as we invite uh we welcome zuriel into the mix that it will be episode 56 um was struggle bussing pretty hard today uh on making tonight's song and so i i reached out to the to the lovely other two-thirds of this thing we pretend is a podcast and um asked for their help and so this song comes as a suggestion from sir ken so without further ado here is stay out of my head a song from <laughs> from, from from us to you parody for episode 55 <clears throat> I just I just got to get into it. There's an instrumental buildup. It's gonna be it's gonna feel weird getting into it, but I just got to get into it because I'm not doing any instrumental buildup. So here we go. Um, as you came back to life, was the sound of Harkos and Phil. He tackled you. Harkos <laughs> tackled you to the ground. Couldn't believe you. We're back safe and sound. Briefly explained our situation to give you motivation. Didn't think about your feelings. Being <laughs> dead, your head must be reeling. Trevor, are you okay? So, Trevor, are you okay? Are you okay, Trevor? Trevor, are you okay? So, Trevor, are you okay? Are you okay, Trevor? Trevor, are you okay? So, Trevor, are you okay? Are you okay, Trevor? Trevor, are you okay? So, Trevor, are you okay? Are you okay, Trevor? Trevor, Trevor, are you okay? We didn't give you much time. Just assumed you were good to go. Never asked, though. Are you? How are you, Trevor? Oh, good lord. <laughs> We've got a lot going on now. Doesn't mean that we forgot it. Just make it through this next fight. It'll be all right. We'll talk it through. Trevor, are you okay? So, Trevor, are you okay? Are you okay, Trevor? Trevor, are you okay? So, Trevor, are you okay? Are you okay, Trevor? Trevor, please be okay. So, Trevor, you'll be okay. I'll make you okay, Trevor. We've got to fight. We've got to kill a dragon and her herald. No! That's awesome. I did a little Michael. I threw a Michael in there. That's very nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Stop and recording. Stop and recording. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.